0: Okay, I'm back. I had a coughing fit, so I didn't want to um, break anyone's ears off. <laughs> but let's go ahead and jump into the Moon and Sagittarius. You guys know I read from three books on this episode. Um, the first one is Judy Hall's Crystal Zodiac, Use Birthstone to Hand Your Life. Uh, the next one is uh, Moon Power by Lori Reed. Yeah, okay, I said that right. And the next one is Moonwise by Daniel Farr. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into the birthstones for you, beautiful Moon and Sagittarians. Um, <clears throat> so your Moon crystal, your <clears throat> come on Tasha, <clears throat> let me take a drink. I don't want to have to keep shutting this off. Okay, your moon crystal is apophyllite, your intuition crystal is lapis lazuli, your lunar crystals are azurite, blue lace agate, cirrusite, sheroite, emerald, garnet, lapis lazuli, lapetolite, moss agate, nebula stone, okanite. Ritucrosite, Rhyolite, sodalite, Topaz, and Wolfenite. Okay, so your moon crystal, it says, the Stone of Truth, Apophyllite, encourages you to be introspective and to recognize your true self. It also has the additional benefit of making you feel more comfortable within your physical body. This stone carries an esoteric record of all that has happened on Earth, and brings forward knowledge from the past and the future. Use it use it as a bridge between the physical and spiritual worlds, and to facilitate journeys out of the body. Now, you guys, apophyllite is a very healing. It's a very powerful healing stone, right? This is a wonderful stone. I highly recommend to use. Considering that it is uh, your main stone, if you are a Sagittarius moon, very important for you to carry, in my opinion, because I feel like when you work with the crystals that are really um, enhanced for your particular moonstone or placement, that it just ends up really overall connecting with your energy and your body, in my opinion, And the reason why I say this is because, um, like, for example, I am a Pisces moon. And, you know, usually anything with Pisces, um, like um, aquamarine or amethyst, um, just really connects with me. Those are the two stones that no matter how many years goes by, they just strongly connect with me. And that's because those are one of, uh, one of the few stones of Pisces. So whenever you work with that, I feel like it's to just, it just really works well with, with your energy and your body. And so with Apophyllite uh, alone, especially if you are in the healing arts, um, this will enhance greatly your um, skills, in my opinion especially if you are a natural or you are someone who is just naturally ingrained in you, it will just be enhanced. Uh, so as Sagittarius moons, again, this will help you, you know, you guys are all about finding that truth, you know, um, going toward your truth in life. And so if this is the stone that will help you, it is best to work with this one. Um, sorry if you hear me swallowing a lot. I'm just trying not to cough because I want to get through this um, this episode uh, without any issues for you guys. Okay, the next one is positive Sagittarius moon qualities. It says, this is an entertaining, companionable, and optimistic moon with a fund of wisdom to draw on. Nevertheless, your independent moon speaks your mind, and some other signs find it difficult to face your relentless honesty But when this is tempered with kindness, it can provide a powerful insight. So Sagittarians do not hold their tongue. And I'm sure you guys are aware of this. These people, especially with the moon and Sagittarius, how you express your emotions, you're going to tell how exactly you fucking feel. Meaning that um, if you need to call somebody out on their bullshit or you feel like something just needs to be said, you're going to say it. And unfortunately, in the Sagittarian language, it does not always come out as really um, nice and sugar-coated. It comes out as the fucking truth. And um, a lot of us can't handle that. I know I'll be the first one to say I am a sensitive-ass bitch. So, like, I do prefer to hear the truth, and that's all I want. And that's all I ask of anyone that has an inkling of love for me and cares about me to give it to me straight up. Right. And so, uh, with that said, the truth is going to fucking hurt and that's fine because then I respect you for that. I really will have more love for you because you were able to say something like that to my face compared to not, you know, either sugarcoating it or lying to me. So Sagittarians, Uh, are not for the weak. Um, These people, again, will tell you exactly how it is with no bullshit on it. So you can either take it and appreciate it, or you can, you know, go your own separate ways, not fuck with them. Because again, it's not for the weak. It's for the people who want to grow in life. And that's why I really appreciate Sagittarian moons. Because you guys really tell it how it is, you really express it how it is. And you know what that to me is just an amazing quality in my opinion. Okay, so going forward, it says Topaz keeps you connected to your inner wisdom and to your feelings. Uh, so that you can make these work for you. Your Sagittarius moon has in the past learned how to detach from emotions and blue lace agate is an excellent stone for reconnecting to your emotions without being overwhelmed by them. So this is a wonderful crystal to work with blue lace agate. Not only is it going to help you as a Sagittarius moon, uh, connect with your emotions, but I also think it helps with, um, how you guys communicate, uh, how you feel and, um, you know, like, the truth, you know, basically. And with that, meaning that this crystal really helps bring a very soft, calming energy to your communication. So, like, let's say, you know, because there are some situations where you have to, you can tell the truth, but you have to be able to say it in a way that will help someone understand you. You know what I mean? Because sometimes when you are very blunt, it can cost you to, it can cost people to shut down, put it like that, because they're like, wow, this person's being an asshole. You know what I mean? So they'll just automatically shut her down, you know? But with Blue Lace Agate, it will give you more of a calming, like nicer way of putting something. So like, let's say instead of, instead of you like, saying like, bitch, you're fucking stupid. You know what I mean? You can be like, um, you know, it'll kind of give you more of like that think before you speak kind of energy where it'll be like, you know what? That wasn't the wisest choice that you just made. You know, and then you can kind of explain from there. If they're like, what do you mean? You know, you can just be like, well, you know, the way you did this is da da da. So by you saying it like that, that keeps the person's ears open. It keeps the person in contact. And it also keeps you from coming off as an asshole. If you, if you, 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 know, let's just say it, but, um, it will help people really listen to you and really respect you, uh, for the way, cause you know, certain placements, they can't handle it. And I'm definitely talking about Pisces, Cancer, uh, Scorpio, Aries, um, fuck, even to be honest, even Sagittarians, cause I feel like Sagittarius can dish it, but can't take it. Leo's, you know, like water and, um, fire is, they're way more sensitive and likely to re- like react in a very, um, in different ways when it comes to being told the truth in a more harsh manner. So, and even placements aside, You know, you just, you know, you can't be at work saying that someone's a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Like you have to have like that kind of, um, you know, um, patience, I guess, uh, if you want to say it like that. Okay. So the next one is explore your hidden needs. It says you are driven by need for emotional freedom. Your restless moon wants space to explore and to be itself, particularly in relationships. If your partner is able to grant this space, then you will probably return. This means basically you guys know that Sagittarians, uh, you guys don't like to be held down and you don't like needy people. You like people who will kind of give you some space. Like you don't mind some attention, but you don't like it where it's smothering or else it causes you to kind of leave and disappear without saying anything. Okay, it says, if not, you will move on to the next relationship. Garnet is an excellent stone for encouraging commitment while leaving space within the relationship to be yourself. And cherite helps you to live in the present moment rather than in future potentials. This stone also assists in fighting, finding the gift in all that you encounter. So these are two stones that will really kind of help enhance your relationship your commitment to the person that you are with because Sagittarius has a hard time committing. They have a hard time staying with one person because they they just like their freedom. They enjoy their freedom. And if the person or the Sagittarian in question is not able to have that patience, it's very, it's, it's very easy for them to go on to the next one pretty much garnet is a wonderful stone in my opinion garnet is a great root chakra stone it's a stone that really brings in passion and in a way kind of like a groundation when it comes to love like really being patient in love um as well as chero right is a wonderful stone that not only brings calm but also brings great um patience and um intuition even you know what i mean so it's a wonderful stone to work with, a Sagittarius moon. The next one it says truth is in another power. Uh, truth is another powerful need, and you instinctively know when you are being lied to. Your quest for knowledge never ceases, and lapis lazuli is useful because it leads to inner truth, while linking you to to universal truth. Your philosophical moon has explored many avenues. And putting your knowledge into practice is essential. This is facilitated by Wolfenite. Um, So truth is very important to Sagittarius. And Sagittarians, you guys, are just naturally intuitive, to be honest. You guys have um, Jupiter energy, which is about growth and abundance and spirituality as well. I think a lot of people tend to forget that Jupiter is one of the planets regarding spirituality. People always mainly look toward Neptune for that. And while Neptune is a powerful planet for that, it's about the hidden. Jupiter also has a lot to do with finding truth and growth in spirituality. So, you know, becoming abundant in it. So therefore, you have to be really careful uh, when it comes to trying to cross a Sagittarius because they do know, they do have that intuition of when somebody's bullshitting them. And so Lapis Lazuli is a wonderful stone for this. It's a wonderful enhancement to your intuition. It's a wonderful enhancement for those who are truth-seeking, who is about, you know, finding that, you know, their place in life that, um, how can I put it? really just allowing yourself to really tap into those aspects of seeking your truth, you know, really diving into what is important for you, right? Um, The next one is expressing your feelings is something you find difficult, but to fully be yourself, this is essential. Blue lace agate helps you to safely express both your thoughts and your feelings, and serocite teaches you how to be tactful in any situation, an enormous challenge for your outspoken moon. so again, coming with the, you know, things that you will need, you know, to really allow yourself to um, express your truth in a calming and, um, what do you call it a safe way um, it, again blue lace agate lapis lazuli even helps you speak your truth um, and really connects you to it um, these are wonderful um, crystals to work with uh, as a Sagittarius moon um, so make sure you really if you already have one great again if you're looking for any crystals I know Uh, Lapis Lazuli, Sheryl is going to be a part of the Sagittarius collection. And as well as, um, blue lace agate is actually, it's the, um, what do you call it? It's where you see more of the lines. Of course, when you see the lines in a crystal, it's always definitely going to be an agate, but blue chalcedony is also a, um, uh, it's, it's also, um, a blue lace agate pretty much just without the, the lines is it's basically the same crystal pretty much, which that's also going up on the, um, Sagittarius, um, collection. So if you don't have any of these crystals and if you happen to not find one by then, of course, again, uh, shop my, um, crystal shop, Alari Sky Jewelry. Um, the next one is Overcome emotional blocks. Uh, um, You act impulsively on instinct and then regret your actions. Jasper encourages you to think before acting. While a petalite helps to reprogram your behavior. Emerald teaches infinite patience and this stone can help you to wait until you can see the way ahead before making a move. While you are happy to discuss feelings, you may well use words to... Create an emotional block rather than actually feel the feelings. Moss agate is an excellent stone for dissolving repressed feelings and bringing them gently to the surface for your acceptance. With a Sagittarius moon, you tend to believe that the grass is greener somewhere else. Emotional commitment is difficult and you dislike emotional demands and any form of neediness, which means that you move on rather than deal with the issues. Forever chasing your dream. Okanai anchors you into a more stable way of life and helps to deal with the dualities with your own nature. So, um, yeah, Sagittarius, uh, they do you guys, um, while you're optimistic and that's a beautiful trait, uh, when you have a little too much optimism, it becomes unrealistic, I guess you can say. So like meaning that, you will always have that, the grass is greener on the other side, like said. And and this is true because um, you don't want to settle for negativity. You don't want to settle for basically, how can I say this? I have a, a lot of brain fog right now, so bear with me, you guys. That's why I think I'm sounding so slow because I feel like I'm sounding slow. So I am so sorry, but, um, I just have a lot of rain fog and I'm having a hard time really thinking, but I'm trying to make sure that I'm saying the right things without feeling delusional. Cause I kind of feel a little delusioned. Um, but bear with me and I appreciate you guys. But again, um, the, the optimism can lead to kind of this disillusion kind of thinking where it's just like, oh no, um, you know, this is fine. Everything's great. We're just going to go, we're just going to try it this way and do that way. Okay. There's sometimes where it's okay to accept that something is not going to work. Allow yourself to feel that, allow yourself to really deal with that and then move on from there. You know what I mean? Like, I hope I'm making sense (laughs) Um, because it's just like, if you're always like, Oh, this is better. This is better. This is better. You're just never going to be fucking content. Like never. And, and that's not good. That, that means you're just always searching for the next best thing. And when you have that kind of mentality, um, you're not going to, you're not going to have many lasting connections, put it like that you're not really going to allow yourself to enjoy what you have and where you are at right now in life, right? Because when you are always searching for something, then you are you are just you're ne- you're never going to be happy. Put it like that. Um I feel like I've said this before on this podcast, but there is this influencer that I followed um way back in the, um, <laughs> you know, when it was like the fitness, like um, the fitness days. And um, I don't want to give names or nothing, but I know his motto was proud, but never satisfied. And back then I was like, Oh, that's a good motto. You know, I was like, that's a pretty damn good motto. Cause I feel like that is basically saying that there's always room for growth with, which that's basically what it's saying. There's always room to be better. But then as I got older, I really like, I would like still hear, you know, he still uses that motto. He has it in his gym and everything. And it made me really think, and this is not toward him at all. This is just my mind that, okay, you're proud, but never satisfied, which means, While that's giving you room for growth, that means you'll never be satisfied at any point in your life. Meaning that you will never be happy with anything that you accomplish. Anything. Because it means that the second you achieve it, you're on to the next uh, accomplishment. And while that's great to have, and he's very successful for it, so obviously it works well, but then I just like... You know, I'm just like, I don't, I want to be able to enjoy my success. You know what I mean? I want to be able to look at what I've done and just revel in it for like a month or two or more, you know, like really appreciate where I started from, where I came from and where I'm at now and enjoy those fruits of your labor. Like if that's making the money, your success, whatever, enjoy it for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, don't just achieve it and, like, oh, on to the next one. Because I actually find myself. That's actually an issue I have. And I do have Sagittarius energy in my chart. I do. And it's actually in uh, the fifth house um, um, in Jupiter. So it's in its rulership. So it's a very good placement. But. The thing is, I find myself and I've been told this over the years that I need to just allow myself to enjoy the fruits of my labor. And that's why I brought that up, because that is Sagittarius energy. Right. And so and the funny thing is, this person that I'm talking about, he's not a Sagittarius. He is a Pisces and Pisces. What is its uh, original ruler? Jupiter. So that is, again, Jupiterian energy of constant growth. So, um, yeah, like, like I said, it's a great thing. It's nothing toward him. And I thought it was a wonderful motto, but you have to also look at the other sides of things of how that's going to also play out, which, um, can happen as well. So, um, just be careful with always thinking that there's always something better on the other side, because that's how you end up kind of fucking yourself in life in a way. Uh okay. So where was I at? Um Okay. Alright, so the next one is nurture yourself. Topaz sheds light on your pathway and helps to tap into your inner resources and cosmic wisdom. This stone promotes honesty, open and openness. Bringing abundant joy, generosity, and good health. It is an excellent emotional support that makes you receptive to love from every source. Discovering true intimacy is highly beneficial and wearing Topaz nurtures you at a, at every level. If you use your innate energy and trust within a relationship, shared feelings will bring you joy. So Topaz, and from what this picture looks like, it looks like an imperial Topaz to me. Uh, this is a stone that I do own, and this is actually a very powerful manifestation stone. Um, this is a great stone to give you that extra oomph. I feel like it really brings out the, um, you know, like the wisdom, the emotional support, you know, the feeling of being nice and good health. It's a very great healing stone. Um, it does bring abundance and joy Because it really connects to that, um, what is it, Uh, the solar plexus and the um, sacral chakras. Um, So this is a great stone for you, Sagittarius Moons. um, I would highly recommend, especially during this season, the season of growth action and really tapping into the Divine Masculine. This is a great time to really wear that stone, um, in my opinion. And it it is, it's about taking care of yourself and allowing yourself to do the things that you want to do, that you feel that nurtures you, mind, body, and soul. Okay, it says, develop your intuition. The deep blue of lapis lazuli is the key to spiritual attainment. It takes you effortlessly into the highest level of spiritual awareness to contact spiritual guardians. This beautiful stone opens your third eye and enhances your spiritual vision It ensures that you always speak the truth, place it by your bed for intuitive dream work and on your third eye to promote clear seeing. So again, this is a wonderful stone for your intuition and you guys already have this built in natural intuition within you. So you use a lapis lazuli, it will enhance this natural ability. So, don't allow yourself to, uh, you know, like, treat yourself short. Um, Allow yourself to really use this stone during this time and enhance your intuition the best that you can. All right. So, your Sagittarius moon past lives. It says, let me take another drink because it's like coffee is trying to come out. Okay. Okay. Alright, so it says um, in your past lives, you will have been the teacher and the priest, the mentor and the explorer, the quester and the questioner, as you sought out knowledge wherever it could be found. So this is basically saying this is what you were probably involved with in your past lives. Um I'll repeat it again. It says the teacher and the priest, the mentor and the explorer. The quester and the questioner, meaning that you were somehow either someone that taught people, led led people in a spiritual or religious kind of background, um, or you were, you know, like someone who was seeking, you know, truth and question in whatever area of your life that you found yourself uh, really involved in. So uh, the next one it says you may well have confused religion with spirituality, and your challenge is now to reconnect to the spirit for which Azurite is a potent tool. And that's actually Azurite. That was one of the ones I couldn't think of, but that's actually another stone that I'm getting ready to wrap later on today. That will be a part of the Sagittarius season um, collection. Um, in in your desire for a just world, you may also have fought for freedom and independence. In the process, you may have become stuck in belief patterns that no longer serve you. Soda Light, like, if you hear a sound, I'm sorry. That's like my chest still has a lot of stuff in it. And I think I'm just going to like, let me just shut it off and then clear my throat. Okay, I'm um, back. <laughs> Okay, so where was I? All right. So, Soda Light releases these, but you may you may also have considerable karmic wisdom with which rhyolite Light can help you to access. This stone pr- processes the past and integrates it with the present, bringing things to resolution and encouraging you to move forward. If you fell into the trap of telling people what to believe rather than being an example to them, then Azurite rele- releases your ins- inspirational qualities. Unfortunately, Sagittarius may also have been the liar, the thief, or the conman who lived off his wits. If there is reparation to be made, Rhodnite Knight will assist you, while Apophlight, the stone of truth, reestablishes your integrity. So it's saying, again, I'll repeat that, you may have been in a past life, um, the liar, the thief, or the conman who lived off his wits. So that's hard to know if that's true or not. That's why I would like recommend, like it says the crystals, the crystal, if you were that the crystal to assist you is rhodonite and apophyllite. So if you feel like you've just been like, you're more of the devious side of Sagittarius, you kind of use your intelligence and your wit to get what you want rather than being honest and true. um, You may have, you know, just been not the nicest person. (laughs) So um, just beware of that. Um, So the next one thing, it says the grail ritual. So this is for you, Sagittarius moons it says at the deepest level sagittarius is on a quest for the grail within the grill is a point of stillness around which everything else revolves a place where there is nothing to do one simply has to be to learn the secret of being and to find that inner grill you will need a nebula stone hold the nebula stone in your hands and close your eyes feel the vibration of light held within the stone traveling into your hands and into every cell of your being allow this vibration to activate the cells of your physical body to a higher state of awareness now feel the vibration of light moving slowly out through the different levels of your being from the physical to the emotional the mental to the karmic until it reaches the spiritual be aware that you are a spiritual being who is on a human journey Feel the immense age of your soul and become aware of the enormous potential within your being. Open your eyes and gaze into the nebulous stone's depths. It will take you out into infinity and inward into the smallest particle of being. As you gaze with unfocused eyes, the two become one. This is a stone of non-duality. Allow it to take you into a space of timeless oneness, into the grill within. Enjoy simply being knowing that there is nothing to do but everything to allow. When you are ready, return your attention to the room. Be aware of your feet firmly on the floor and of settling into your physical body. Keep your nebulous stone where you can see it to remind you to be. So I hope that was nice for you, Sagittarius Moons. And so let's go ahead and jump into Moon Power. Full Asagittarians. Um let's see. Okay, so my cat's like literally all like near me, so my my legs are falling asleep. Um okay. So character uh key character points. Your instinctive response is open and friendly. Your best characteristics are enthusiasm and farsightedness. Your negative qualities are irresponsibility and tactlessness. You dislike being confined. You need freedom to stay and do what comes naturally to you. You must learn to curb your restlessness. So the essential you, being born with the moon in the sign of Sagittarius means that you are blessed with a cheerful nature and a good-humored, happy-go-lucky disposition. You are optimistic and enthusiastic, eager to experience everything that life has in store. Perhaps that is why you are so restless, always looking for new challenges and adventures. Fortunately, you are adaptable and will bend according to the situation or company you find yourself in. Though you may appear superficial, you are in fact deeply philosophical and your wisdom and understanding of life are without equal. So you guys are just an adventuring person. You guys love to immerse yourself in anything that involves seeking, travel, learning, all of that kind of stuff. You do not like to be confined at all you know, that is just the death of a Sagittarius in my opinion. Um, like the perfect thing, uh, person really to, to use is that is Britney Spears. Britney Spears is a Sagittarius, uh, well not moon, but Sagittarius placement. And as we all know, she was confined in a conservatory ship for years, meaning this girl could not travel. And that's all she, you know, used to do before all of that stuff. And you could see that she was pretty much dead inside. So it's like, um, a Sagittarius that's not doing what they, you know, like your inner intuition or higher self feels pulled to. If you're not listening to it, which is probably traveling and doing all this new stuff, you're not gonna, you're, you're not going to be a very happy Sagittarius. Um, Okay. So lifestyle, the Sagittarius moon at home, Sagittarian moon natives are not by nature the most domesticated of people. So your home will permanently have that relaxed and lived in look about it. If you have a preference, it will be for modern rather than antique. There is is every chance that you will set up home in a different country to your native land, perhaps in a university town or close to a cathedral. So yeah. Um, I feel like, um, Sagittarian moons, um, you guys are not really going to have a gigantic, like, lavish lived in house. Like if anything, I feel like if you do, you'll have multiple houses in different like states, countries, because you just don't settle down all the time unless you're at that stage in your life where you're ready to commit you're married and you're kind of doing your own thing and you're ready to kind of explore with your partner or loved one or whatever other than that if you're pretty young Sagittarius or anything like that or ones with no kids or anything I do not see your ass being home hardly ever to be honest so it says your sun and moon sign combination chart This shows you, this shows just how well you, your outward persona, sun sign and inner personality moon sign are integrated. So your moon and Sagittarius with, and this is going to go through all 12 of the zodiac signs, one star being highly subjective, meaning that you're just in a shit show Two at odds with yourself. Two stars is at odds with yourself. Three stars means you need to work toward achieving inner balance. Um, Four stars in harmony. And five stars strongly integrated, of course, meaning that your sun and moon just work fucking well together. So if your sun is in Aries, your combination keynotes is a born explorer. This is very powerful uh, placements. So if you have like an Aries sun... And a Sagittarius moon, that is a five star rating. So you are just going to be an amazing, wonderful person that just, you know, gets shit done, but loves to explore. So if your son's in Taurus, your combination keynotes is research interest. This is a four star rating, which is actually interesting. (laughs) Um, But I feel like it's because it gives Sagittarius moon that groundation of Taurus energy. Gemini uh, sun, it means combination notes, is constantly restless. Uh, That's a two star, which that makes sense to me because both Gemini and um, Sagittarius is opposition. And you're talking about people who are just constantly on the move. With those two signs, I feel like you're just you're just going to be all over the place. Um, okay. So your sun in cancer with a Sagittarius moon, your combination keynotes is divided. That's also a two-star rating, uh, a Leo sun with a Sag moon, sunny nature. This is a five-star rating. Wonderful. Uh, a Virgo sun with a Sag moon philosophical. This is a two-star rating. Uh, a libra sun with a sagittarius moon is sociable this is a 4 star rating which i think is also a wonderful a good placement um scorpio sun with a sag moon is investi- investigative mind this is a 2 star rating um a sagittarius sun with a sagittarius moon your combination keynote is nomadic and that is a 1 star rating meaning that you are just going to be fucking gone all the time On the move. Um, Capricorn Sun with a Sag Moon is successful. This is a three-star rating. Aquarius Sun with a Sag Moon. Inspirational. This is a four-star rating. And uh, Pisces with a Sag Moon is drawn to foreign lands. That's a two-star rating, meaning that you're, again, just constantly on the go. Um, okay. So says you and your family, the moon in Sagittarius is somehow associated with foreign lands. So perhaps you have mixed or immigrant parentage or parents who traveled abroad extensively when you were young. Certainly your parents had strong views on education and brought you up to be confident, independent you see your family members as a u- united group or team with each member pulling in the same direction. Whenever it comes to your own children, you are more likely, you are more like a friend to them than a parent. Um, at work. If you, if your company allows you to work flexi time, you will be in your element getting all. Your task completed in double quick time. Otherwise, since you buck against a rigid 9-to-5 regimen and because you tend to be a, a law into yourself, perhaps you would be better off self-employed so that you can choose when and how you work. Um, You're a born teacher, lecturer, a demonstrator would make a brilliant sports person or delight in the travel industry. I do feel like Sagittarian moons, you guys would do better owning your own shit or um having a very lenient schedule, like it said, you're not gonna work well if you have a job where it just does not allow you any flexibility, period. Like it's just not going to work. You're just gonna end up arguing and being a shit to somebody. And basically end up getting fired because you're just going to end up calling in all the time because you're not going to sacrifice your freedom for that. Um. <sighs> okay. Unwind by, it says, throwing an informal party for all your friends. Uh, money matters. Carefree by nature. The moon and in Sagittarius individuals can also be caref- carefree about money. As long as you have enough to see you through the next adventure that you have lined up, that is fine by you. Health notes. <sighs> Being overweight can present a problem with this sign, particularly after after middle age and especially around the hip and thigh area. So what this means is that um, Sagittarius... Uh, right along with us Venetian uh, ruled folks, Jupiter, what does it represent? Uh, expansion and growth. Meaning that um, <laughs> if you have a lot of Jupiter energy, it will be easy for your body, as in fat, to expand and grow as well. And because you guys rule the hips and thighs, Um, those tend to be the, the area where you guys hold fat in. And this is also known with, um, (coughs) (coughs) I am so sorry that slipped up. um, but that is the area in medical astrology that is known to get big. Uh, you know, it's, it's also the planet of abundance, um, meaning that luck and meaning that you you can easily overindulge with Jupiterian energy. And I'm going to tell you now that Jupiterian energy, um, it's equal to my Neptunian energy. Those are my two ruling planets in my chart, um, that, you know, as a chart hold the energy in it is Jupiter and, um, Neptune for me. And I'm not going to lie to you, honey, I got tips, I got size, I got booty. And when I don't take care of myself. Yeah, if I don't take care of myself, um, that is like the area that is just huge for me. Like, I am a pear shaped woman. <laughs> like, it's just, um, yeah, and that's that. That's that Jupiterian chart ruler there. You know what I mean? So, uh, that's just like health note for, you know, you guys. And that's, that is like what's in medical astrology is that if you are not careful, if you have a lot of Jupiter energy or a lot of Sagittarius placements, uh, or Sagittarius big three, yeah, that's what you are looking at pretty much. So if you hear noise, my cats are fighting. Um, so I'm sorry. I'm just pre-warning, you know, so I hear them like hissing at each other. Okay, so, uh, children born with the moon in Sagittarius. Youngsters of this sign are curious and adventurous. They seem to take an interest in anything and everything that moves. Interestingly, they are often born into easygoing families of parents who are connected with clerical, religious, or Academic institutions, they are outgoing children full of sunshine who love the outdoors and tend to excel at sports and foreign languages. Relating to others, your emotional pattern. Don't fence me in is the cry of the moon and Sagittarius sign. Go figure, huh? Uh, belonging to this group then means that you value your freedom more than just about any other aspect of life. So when it comes to romantic relationships. You have a habit of becoming restless the moment you feel you are getting in too deeply. For a start, you dislike clingy or over-dependent partners, not especially the jealous type yourself. You resent anyone who is jealous of you of you, or who, t- who tries to tie you down. In the company of such people, you become offhand and insensitive to their feelings. As a lover, you are spontaneous and passionate, but you must learn to give others space to develop their own feelings in their own time. If you do tie the knot, it should be to a partner who is as emotionally uncomplicated as you are yourself, but also someone who passionately shares your disbeliefs and philosophical views. However, Sagittarius moon natives can actually live quite happily without an intense love relationship in their lives. But only as long as they have a wide network of supportive uh, friends around them. Honest as the live long day, you are emotionally open and frank. Little embarrasses you. Uh, least of all, taking about your talking about your most intimate feelings or experiences, and you are constantly surprised to find that others are not as candid or forthright as yourself in these matters. Consequently, you have a tendency to put your foot in, in it or to embarrass those less thick skinned than yourself with insensitive questions or tactless disclosures. But full of bonhomie bon what? But full of bonhomie, cheerful and carefree, you have the knack of infecting everyone you meet with your own enthusiasm and optimism, which means that you make friends wherever you go. You are an adventurer par excellence and at your happiest when you are literally or metaphorically on the road. So being out traveling, having fun is basically your key to a happy life. Um, But again, um, this is a sign that I feel like we'll be happy if they're married or not, to be honest, because you guys do value your freedom so much. And That you don't like to be closed in. And you do need someone who is pretty much similar to you. Um, You don't need someone who's a homebody at all. Because that is not going to work. Um, You don't need someone who is very uh, needy. And uh, has to be up under you all the time. That's not going to work either. So just really keep those in mind. Um, And then here's how your Sagittarius moon relates to your partner's moon. So this is basically all 12 zodiac signs to your partner's moon sign that's relating with your Sagittarius moon. So this is a partner in Aries moon, both adventurous and highly charged, both seeking challenge and distant horizons. This partnership often offers excellent prospects and very futile moments in or out of bed. Taurus. As a Taurus moon, your partner needs a sense of permanence and stability under his or her feet, but your Sagittarius moon hates to be tied down. There is little in common between you. It appears. Yeah. Um, a Taurus is not a Taurus moon. And I'm not saying like, I don't want someone to take this the wrong way. Like all these can obviously work, but keep in mind how they are. So really listen to what these things need and want compared with will coinciding with your Sagittarius moon, because Tauruses are homebodies. They, they're very, they, they're comfortable. Um, so with that said, with them being comfortable, they don't move until they're like ready to and that ain't going to work for no Sagittarius moon. That's basically someone that will just fucking be sitting on the damn toilet shitting and they just have something pop up in their head like, oh, I want to go to Thailand tomorrow or next week and start making, you know, like plans and all that shit. That is not going to work well with the Taurus moon at all. So good luck with that. Just put it like that. Anyways. Um, Gemini, um, moon, despite the fact that Sagittarian moons are at the opposite end of the spectrum to Gemini moons, this combination has been known to work nicely. A Cancer moon with different attitudes and desperate ambitions, you and your partner are unlikely to want the same things in life. At the end of the day, neither finds the other truly understanding. Leo Moon, what a fiery dynamic do, do you two make. This has all the ingredients of a powerful love affair. With your shared interests and similar ways of in, experiencing the world, you are bound to go far together. Virgo Moons uh, Virgo Moons like to feel that they have their feet on terra firma, but Sagittarius Moons dislike being pinned down. You are both too self-sufficient in your own ways to expe- expect their, this relationship to work you know, in the long term. So that's basically just seems like any earth, uh, moon y'all might struggle with, um, Libra moons. You both like your freedom. So that is something you have in common, a little knowledge of when to share and when to leave. Well, alone will go a long way in this relationship. A Scorpio moon, your partner Scorpio moon is possessive and demands complete devotion. You need freedom and looser framework in which to relate you will both constantly be chasing different goals. A Sagittarius moon with a Sagittarius moon, an understanding and richly philosophical relationship you will know how to get the most out of life and even the most insignificant experience together will prove deeply rewarding. Capricorn moon you might as well face it Capricorn moons and Sagittarius moons lives on complete different planets making this relationship work can be an uphill struggle aquarius moons your moon signs have a lot in common not least that you both recognize the other's need for space in many ways though this is likely to be a highly unconventional pairing and perhaps that is precisely what gives the partnership its momentum pisces moon not the easiest of relationships for the reason that your sagittarian moon is so freedom loving whereas your partner's pisces moon is clingy and dependent. And I vouch for that. Okay, so that is it for that book. And then on the last one, you wonderful Sagittarian moons, I appreciate um, the patience for this episode. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm telling you, cough is, cough is, coughs are sneaking up on me. Um, okay. All right, so this is uh, Moonwise by Daniel Farr. Um, so, Sagittarius Moon, your lunar profile. Sagittarius is the ninth sign of the zodiac. Its planetary ruler is Jupiter, the heavenly father of the Roman civilization. In, in astrology, the planet Jupiter is associated with the material world and luck. It is masculine and it has the attributes of fire. You are an inspirational leader. You empower others by teaching them with encouragement. The pursuit of knowledge is a major life role for you, and this quest will often take you into the philosophical and religious realms. Your confidence in the cycle of life and the way it flows instills confidence in others. You are idealistic, especially where your emotions are concerned. The utopian view of the world seen through your emotional filters can cause difficulties due to your expectation of others. Discretion can be a challenge, especially when another person does not meet your demands. It's hard for you to keep your feelings to yourself. You can unintentionally be very blunt and hurtful in your statements. The Sagittarius moon inspires you to be free of constraints. You strive to be independent and cannot stand to feel trapped or smothered. You are also very optimistic. Care should be taken to not let your optimism evolve into excessive idealism. If things don't work out the way you hope, you may begin to feel the walls of commitment closing in. Once you feel trapped, you start to make travel plans. You have a good sense of humor and the ability to overlook your own failures. Laughing at yourself is a skill that you have mastered optimism and enthusiasm allow you to overcome failure it's unlike you to question why you failed you simply start over again and have faith that whatever you are trying to do will work out you have a vision of what you want and where you want to go and what to have fun and want to have fun while achieving your goals enthusiasm and the love of adventure keep you coming back for more so you know i can't say this enough This is just a moon sign that you have to have a very open mind, a very humorous, you know, humor, um, as well as, um, really allowing your partner some space because it ain't gonna work if you don't have any of those. Okay. So this is going to be an influence on the Sagittarius, Sagittarius, Sagittarius moon personality, meaning that this rest of this book is um, how Sagittarius moons react with the transiting astrology moons, meaning that how your personality is affected by the transiting Aries moon, not the Aries moon of another person, right, of another needle chart. Okay, so this is going to, of course, start with all of the 12 zodiacs. And this will begin with the Sagittarius moon personality and the Aries moon. So this says the air, the fire moon will add anxiety and exhilaration to your um, carefree and romantic feelings. Oh God, I don't want to have to cut it off again. Okay, let me drink. Okay. This is a time for action. It doesn't matter where you are going, only that you are going fast. You will want to be first in line, first at the traffic light, and will race to answer the phone. You may become irritated with others who don't share your point of view. In this moon, irritation can quickly turn to anger. Your emotions will be hotter than usual, especially those centered around confrontational issues. My old friend Nancy and I have argued more times during an Aries moon than all, than in all other moons combined. In fact, we rarely argue at any other time but during an Aries moon. I remember an occasion when I called her and we had a disagreement before the first sentence was out of my mouth. God, this feels like I've read this before for some reason. Um, this could also be a very productive moon. Use this motivational energy to get some things done. You, you would be best served to work on solo projects. Your impatience with others will only get in your way right now. They may not work efficiently enough or in a way you prefer. The Aries moon is a good time to start one of those projects that you've been putting off for some time. There is a high level of energy available for innovative um, approaches and new outlooks. You are creative in an adventurous way, so the things that you have previously considered risky are now exciting and fun. So, this is a action based moon for you guys. (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. Um. Okay. Sorry, I have like hiccups and I am trying to get through this guys. I'm so sorry. Um, okay. But a Sagittarius moon under an Aries moon, this is a moon that is action based. This is where, as mentioned, if you have shit that you haven't gotten done, this is the time to do it. This is the time to make the plans of your next fucking travel thing as well. Um, This is just a time to, I would say, not really try to get deep down and heavy with someone, um, communication-wise, obviously, because it will cause you to not really have patience, come out very rude, blunt, argue. You don't want that, Sagittarius moons. You do not want that, so... Use the Aries moon to get shit done. Okay, so the Sagittarius moon, personally, and the Taurus moon. In this moon, you will either feel quite preserving or lethargic. This is a good moon to work on projects that have already been started. This is a firmly grounded moon in which you will be better able to deal with earthly matters. Your energy level could be dramatically reduced, especially when starting something new. Stick to tasks already in progress. Your home will be important during this moon. This is your sanctuary, your place of warmth, and safety from the outside world. Security will be a major uh, focus. And if emotional security is lacking, a sudden need for security at home or in a relationship could be the outer manifestation of a fear of recognition, loneliness, or acceptance. Nancy feels drained of energy in this moon and prefers to spend some quiet, quiet time in the confines of her house. It is difficult to coax her out during the Taurus moon. She prefers to stay at home and play cards or board games. So as you can see how it affects a a Sagittarius moon in this uh, way, this is a time to really just take care of your home. In my opinion, really allow yourself to kind of just relax Um, don't really be too hard on yourself, rest, regain your strength, ground yourself even, um, Sagittarius moon, personality and Gemini moon, fickle, fun, loving, frolicsome and flighty best describes the influence of the Gemini moon. The twins will sway you toward a multifaceted image. You will keep your inner self somewhat hidden while delving into souls of others. Under this under this air moon you may find others describing you as lacking focus or being scattered. The Gemini moon is an intellectual moon while the Sagittarius moon is a romantic one. You will be bored unless um, unless an activity arouses your intellectual and sensual facility or faculties. This is a time to move in social circles. You will be hard pressed to focus long enough to begin or complete any project which requires a concentrated effort. Have some fun in this moon. Flirt and play. Try not to take this moon too seriously. Allow yourself the freedom to be scattered. If you concentrate on your emotions, you will find it easier to connect with others. So this to me definitely has what it said. This is a moon to, I would say, have a a night out with friends, um, hanging out, socializing. Um, This is an opposition placement here. So you don't want to be doing shit where, as mentioned, it's going to cost you to concentrate because it ain't happening with a Sagittarius moon and a Gemini moon. It's just not going to. It's too much. um, These are busy bodies. This is mutable fire, mutable air. This is shit that's going to be constantly moving. They're not going to be able to really steadfast and concentrate. So use this time as fun. Use this time as like just hanging out you know, mingling if you're single, flirting and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah. The next one is Sagittarius moon personality and the cancer moon. The cancer moon will turn your focus inward. The water moon is very hard to ignore. This is a time of honesty with the self. The cancer moon will give you clear insight that allows you to see exactly what's occurring in your inner world. If your emotional affairs are in order and you've been honestly dealing with them, then this moon can be a happy one in which you will be able to work towards making your house a real home. Clear insight comes from the Cancer Moon's ability to strip away all the ego-based rationals that you use to hide from the truth. The naked truth is all that remains, and if you have been dishonest with yourself, the naked truth can be harsh. You cannot avert your eyes from the inner self um, during this transit. The watery nature of this moon will bring out your true feelings and fears while its fire augments their intensity and adds to the mix. It's not uncommon to feel trapped in this moon, that there is no way out of your emotional prison. Although this isn't true, it is a real fear. My friend Nancy told me that she wants to run to a retreat or the beach for a week whenever the tears of the cancer moon begin to flow the secret is it's not to let your fears hold you back you can see clearly now so act to eliminate your fears without hesitation action towards resolution of your negative feelings is the best cure for the cancer moon so this is allow your uh, the cancer moon for Sagittarian moons this is a time to allow yourself to feel don't run from it this is a good time to really go inward, really allow yourself to understand what's bothering you, what's going on in your mind, you know, allowing your, you know, tears, your emotions and everything to flow. Um, this is not the time to run from it. Uh, this is a time to embrace it because you need those moments where you're not busy and you're not how can I say it, like, really kind of, um, where you're not basically kind of, like, distracting yourself. Let the Cancer Moon bring out your emotions so that you can move forward and heal through life. Okay, Sagittarius Moon Personality and the Leo Moon. This Fire Moon can certainly make you feel good. The warmth of the Leo Moon is comfortable and promises a good time. You'll be very sociable and outgoing, though you may become more interested in yourself than in the feelings of others. The lion is the king of the jungle. You will want to be in charge, too. This fiery energy can make you pushy. Don't be surprised if you catch yourself um, issuing orders more frequently than is normal for you. Pride is another quality of this moon that you will display in everything you do. A sense of adventure may push you to try something new. Fear will not limit limit you in this moon, so give it a whirl. You might have a good time, especially if you can share it with someone close to you. The domestic scene will be comfortable as long as you remain in control, but don't be too domineering. There is a lot of energy in this moon for family fun. Remember that others have emotional needs too. Your support of your feelings will draw their emotional support to you. So I feel like uh, for you Sagittarians moons, for this Leo moon, considering that it's it's not only a feel-good moon, but it kind of puts you in the role of the leader. This is a great time to kind of take care of whatever it is that you have to take care of that involves you to become more of a leadership um, in life because um, it can make you pushy. So you don't want to choose this time to you know, like do something that's going to kind of make you come off as a, like a a bossy bitch. Um, this is kind of more like get, get things done. Not so much like the Aries where it's like tackle projects, tackle all this stuff. It's just, it's more like just allowing yourself to really be in the role of boss. Put it like that. I guess that's the best way to say it. um, Okay, Sagittarius moon, personality, and the Virgo moon. The Virgo moon is a critical moon. It may inspire you to dissect the work, the personality, and the motivation of others. You will look into their very souls and dissect them to discover who they are and why they do what they do. While conducting this expiratory surgery, you won't only examine your findings, but are likely to critique what you see in your... Belief that your judgments are correct, you will form opinions about their performance, looks, or thoughts based on your perceptions. It is safe to say that most people will not appreciate your analysis, criticism, or inability to present your opinions in a point-blank manner. Be aware of your opinions and your approach to others. You understand your friends' needs and how harsh or soft you must be with them. Um, Respect these boundaries. One friend friend who helped to edit this book became quite exacting in the Virgo moon. I expect my friends to tell me what they think and to lay it on the line. The critique was straightforward, at times harsh, and completely appreciated. This moon can be very productive if you apply your critical abilities to yourself. Look into your inner self and question what you claim to be. You may find that you are opinionated in an attempt to hide from yourself those traits that you feel are negative and unacceptable. By becoming less judgmental of yourself, you will be less judging of others. So this moon, I guess, is something that like I would say if you're working on a project um, or, again, yourself, uh, this is a good time to really critique it, really be critical of it. So that you can have room for improvement. Um, Sagittarius moon personality the Libra moon. Your social skills improve in this moon. Discussions with your inner self will also be on a higher plane. The Libra moon is a lovely moon for your personality. This air moon will decrease your decisiveness and reduce your willingness to begin new things or be impulsive. You will be well well received by others and can win them over with your charm you will be unwilling to let disharmony upset this tranquil existence and you will put little energy into conflict your level of energy won't be affected but you won't need to be so outgoing or fiery a warm calmness will better suit you in this moon avoid your affinity for hot excitement a romantic interlude sounds promising in the libra moon your passionate nature will will mix well with this moon's romanticism. This is certainly a good time to improve your relationship with yourself. You'll be very self-aware in this moon and will and willing to honestly assess what you see. So, this is a good moon for, I guess if you want some like flirtation a little bit, also as well as um allowing yourself to really have a great debate. Um, a great conversation with someone, you know, a time to be open-minded would be great for the Libra moon for you Sag moons. Okay, so Sagittarius moon personality and the Scorpio moon. The Scorpio moon will bring intensity to your personality. All the natal traits surrounding emotional involvement with others will be magnified. Romance will be on your mind, but only if you can have it your way. You will... Want others to be flexible, loving, and supportive of your desires. You may expect your mate to toe the line. You have absolutely no tolerance for even the uh, appearance of interest in others. If your significant other's focus should shift from you to another for even a short time, your jealousy will flare and strike like a lightning bolt. I was struck. I was stuck by. I was stuck by this lightning. A couple times while dating a Sagittarius moon girlfriend. Like lightning, her reaction came quickly without warning and vanished with only a rumbling in this distance. You will use your charm and charisma to get what you want. If it doesn't work, you may be very hard on yourself. On the other hand, if their response is better than predicted, sexual ventures could result. In any event, try to be a bit more mellow, which will greatly enhance your your joy so I can only assume that that girl gave, like, gave him his asshole like <laughs> because you know Sagittarians they're not going to deal with you like they're not going to deal with the whole Scorpio type of intensity of sulking and like glaring at you and you being pissed off and not saying anything and then if you do say something they are going to fucking explode at you and they're going to let you fucking have it because they're truth tellers so be ready for that shit. So if you are the jealous type, I don't think it'd be a great time to make a date on the Scorpio moon because yeah, you come with some bullshit of, oh, you're talking to this person and that person, oh, they are, that is, your relationship is done. It's, it's, it's done and over with. So don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Uh, Sagittarius moon personality in the Sagittarius moon, Uh, a nice warm home is always a comfortable place to be. You'll be most like your natal self when the moon is in Sagittarius. Others appreciate your good sense of humor and your genuine interest keeps them coming back. Your social skills are at their peak. Take advantage of them and enjoy your friendships. Your adventurous, your adventurous side will show itself, especially if the adventure involves uncharted waters. Your thirst for new experiences and knowledge always pushes you to your limits. Freedom, romance, and laughter will be yours. Don't be careless or insensitive, and all will be well. Be your happy self and enjoy life. So, of course, this is your lunar return, pretty much. Like, it's in the sign that you were born with. So, of course, you will have great and wonderful fun on a Sagittarius moon. So, have fun. Enjoy yourself. Sagittarius moon personality in the Capricorn moon. This is the most secure moon in the Zodiac. Capricorn is a well-grounded earth sign, and the moon's influence in this sign will be toward finding security in your material and financial world. Emotional security, or the lack of thereof, will be the byproduct of your relationship with the material world. If you are happy and content with your current financial status, you will probably feel, feel more emotionally secure in this moon. On the other hand, if you are not feeling good about your financial world, you could very likely feel insecure about your emotional world. This moon translates earthy awareness into emotional contentment. This is a good moon in which to concentrate on things in which you are invested. Your 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 focus on the betterment of your material world will keep you going. It won't satisfy you to work for the avarice or others or at your own expense, so... This is a great moon to really look at your financial well-being, Sag moons. So Sagittarius Moon, personality in the Aquarius Moon, emotional disappointment could cause you to question your comfort with carefree lifestyle. Your natal ability to be carefree and easygoing is based on the assumption that life follows its regular course without intervention. In the Aquarius Moon, your emotions will be hidden deep inside. Life without emotions is idealistic and idealism is often slammed by reality. A complete commitment to all you do will subvert disillusion. Complete involvement draws out emotions and puts them to work. If you make a commitment to enjoy life, it will enhance your lifestyle and create the freedom to be carefree and easygoing. You undermine your ability to be open with others if you suppress your emotions, emotional accessibility allows you to connect with other people. Others will back away if you allow this air moon to hide your emotions behind meaningless chatter. Make the effort to stay emotionally, un- involved, emotionally involved. Intellectually, you are well-placed in this moon. Your wits will be a match for any challenge. The secret is to allow others to mentally stimulate you by listening very closely. This could also be a challenge for you because the air in this moon may inspire you to chit-chat rather than converse. So that's kind of like, um, be careful with allowing yourself to become detached pretty much. And for the last one, Sagittarius moon personality and the Pisces moon. The romance of the Pisces moon coupled with the passionate heat of your Sagittarius moon will be a very compatible, alluring, and possibly dangerous combination. You may find yourself planning a romantic weekend at some out-of-the-way spot for, the, for you and your sweetheart, such as an intriguing adventure to an undiscovered beach or a romantic country chalet. This is a time to make unforgettable memories. I've shared some very romantic moments under the Pisces moon. Traveling by yourself or even watching the sunset from your favorite restaurant's deck can bring extraordinary changes in your life. Under the spell of this very romantic moon, you could become quickly and blindly involved in a heated romance that lasts a few days or much longer. Once the heat of the moment wears off, you will be able to judge your compatibility. Regardless, you will have memories of wonderful romantic interludes. So this is basically a nice uh, moon, a Pisces moon for Sagittarius moons. I think it's a wonderful time to create that date, to go out with that um, loved one and create some sexy memories. So with that said, you guys, uh, thank you for your patience for this episode. I highly uh, appreciate you guys. I can't say it enough. Um, Again, don't forget to check out my store, Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy because the Sagittarius Season um, collection um, will be coming out uh, again around uh, either earlier or no later definitely than December 15th. I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday and has had a wonderful holiday, had basically a wonderful, um, what is it? I'm, I can't even think. I just hope everyone's staying safe and stay well, take care of your body. Don't let yourself get sick like I did, please. Um, I love you guys so much and you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye.